scripture reading um, for today. And while the sermon is going on, if you have any, as a reminder, if you have any prayer requests or praise reports, you can just type those in the comment section and we'll be sure to, to read any prayer requests or praise reports that we have um, after the sermon this morning. The gospel reading, uh, we're going to be in Mark like we've been in Mark for the past several weeks. And the um, resurrection account in the gospel of Mark starts in chapter 16. And I'm going to be reading verses 1 to 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, brought, bought spices and, so that they might anoint Jesus' body. Very, very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. But he has, he has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the woman went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious and almighty God, we thank you for this day and this time to gather um, in this particular way. We thank you for the resurrection story and in particular, the one according to Mark this morning as we read this uh, from the Gospel of Mark. And Lord, I pray that uh, you would continue to open our ears and our hearts to hear what you would have to say to us. And I pray that in these coming moments, you would speak through me and speak in spite of me. In Jesus' name, amen. So in the past couple weeks, some of the things that my family has been doing around the dinner table, whether we're sitting down for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, uh, we usually gather around the table at least one, definitely once a day, sometimes twice a day. And one of the things we've been doing is we've been playing the popular game Uno. And Uno is one of those games that can get highly competitive very quickly. And we have um, a, a newer deck, so one of the things that uh, comes along with it is not just wild cards, but there's blank cards that you can fill in whatever you like. Uh, so this one here says draw 10. Uh, so that's for somebody very special every time you play, if you want them to draw 10. Uh, another one we wrote was um, rotate all of your cards clockwise. Uh, so the point of all of this and me sharing this is that it's very hard to go out in Uno the way that our family plays. It's very difficult. Just when you think you're about to go out, just when you say, uh, you have uno, um, somebody says, oh, why don't you draw ten? Or someone says, hey, I choose you to draw six. Or just when you think you're about to go out, someone says, here, here's the card where you can swap hands with me, and you have to swap hands. It's very difficult. Sometimes it's taken us 45 minutes just to get through one game. But just when you think you're about to go out, you are surprised that you're really not about to go out. And it's kind of like a smile on your face 
and a surprise that you give to the person next to you. And as we talked about on Friday, Christ has died. Jesus really died. He didn't just kind of die. He didn't just look like he died. He really died on that cross. And just when you think he's going to remain dead forever, surprise. Just when you think everything is done and that death has won and that death has had the final word, surprise. Jesus has risen. Friends, we gather on this Easter to celebrate one thing. It's to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Our God is not a dead God. Our God is alive forevermore and forever and ever. Jesus defeated the grave. He rose from the grave, and now we celebrate. We may recognize this once a year, but Easter really is an everyday reality. We are called to be an Easter people. The scripture this morning tells us that when Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, the mother of James and Salome, they bought spices that they may go and anoint the body of Jesus. Bodies were normally anointed with oil and then rinsed with water before burial. And it was probably really early in the morning, let's say about 5.30 in the morning. And they were wondering, who's going to roll the stone away so that we can anoint Jesus' body with oil? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had already been removed. Now, can you imagine what's going through their minds in this moment? The stone would have been a disc-shaped, um, like circular um, <clears throat> stone rolled over a groove in the covered entrance to the tomb. It would have taken several strong people just to move away a stone such as this. But as they entered the tomb, they were alarmed that someone who was in a white robe was sitting on the right side. But just as it often happens and appears in Scripture, the response to being afraid is, do not be afraid or do not be alarmed. Why should they not be alarmed? The stone has been rolled away. There is someone they don't know in the tomb, and Jesus' body is missing. And the reason they shouldn't be alarmed is because of what Scripture tells us. It says this, You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Friends, this is the Easter message in three words. He has risen. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. The resurrection is our defining story as disciples of Jesus Christ. There is no hope without the resurrection. The resurrection is meaningful on so many levels, and I just want to share one of them with you this morning on this Easter Sunday. And this is what I want to share. Because of the resurrection, death does not have the final word. Because of the resurrection, death does not have the final word. We have all been created in the beautiful image of God, but yes, yet we miss the mark. We fall short. Scripture reminds us that we've all fallen short, and we've all sinned, and we've all not been obedient to God. And without the resurrection, we are spiritually dead in our sins. Imagine my phone. Last night I went to go charge my phone before, um, before bed. And it, for some reason, the particular charger I have next to my bed is uh, not working right. It's kind of flimsy. I had to like, it was like a puzzle. I had to plug in the phone and then I had to like move the cord a certain direction until it started charging. And if I touched it any other way, it would stop charging. So I had to kind of uh, leave it right where it was for the whole night and as I went to bed. And this morning, it had a full charge. But in the middle of the night, if, um, if it stopped charging, I would have had probably a phone that was dead this morning. I would have had a phone that didn't last very long at all. 
And this phone does so many different things. I can email, I can FaceTime with people, I can Skype, I can Zoom, I can uh, get on social media and take pictures and take videos. I can, and uh, hey, I can call people too. How about that? I can do all sorts of things on the cell phone. But it's useless if it's dead. It's useless if it has no charge. And our faith also, church and friends, our faith is useless without the resurrection. The Apostle Paul says it like this in 1 Corinthians 15. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. I read that again. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we have then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But, he did not, but if he did not raise him from the dead, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. And then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all the most to be pitied. But thanks be to God that there has been a resurrection. Thanks be to God that Christ has been uh, raised from the dead. And this is what Easter is all about. And Paul continues later on in 1 Corinthians 15. He says, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I love the old Methodist hymn called, Easter People, Raise Your Voices. And verse 2 of that hymn goes like this. Fear of death can no more stop us from pressing here below. For our Lord empowered us to triumph under every foe. Hallelujah, hallelujah, on to victory, now we go. Death can be a scary reality. Many of us fear our own death, and some of us may have had even near-death experiences. We all want to live a life that is long and to the fullest, and we all want to die at an old age. And we know from experience that that doesn't always happen to everyone. And no matter how long we end up living in the grand scheme of all of history and all of time, we are but a blip on the radar compared to how long time really is. Death and suffering are a part of life. And yet we serve a God that can relate to us. Jesus also experienced death and suffering, but in the end he conquered death. And he conquered it for good. I'll admit there's some scary things going on in the world right now. There's a lot of fear, anxiety, there's a lot of stress going on out there, and I hope that the Easter message brings you hope because we have good news to share with the world. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have good news to share because God is forever with us. We have good news to share because death has been defeated. We have good news to share because we no longer have to be dead in our sins. We have good news to share because the Holy Spirit empowers us. We have good news to share because death no longer has the last word. And we have good news to share because Jesus is alive. 
So back to the scripture this morning. After they found out that Jesus had been risen, they are told, Go and tell his disciples and Peter, He is going on ahead of you into Galilee, and then you will see him just as he told you. And the message is the same for you and I today. Go and tell the world that Jesus is alive through our words and through our actions and through the way that we love our neighbor. May people see you, and may they see the risen Christ alive through you. It doesn't get old for me to keep saying it, that death has been defeated, that God wins, that Jesus is alive, and that there is good news for the world. John Wesley, the pioneer of the Methodist movement in the 18th century, famously said on his deathbed as he spoke his last words, he famously says, and the best of all is that God is with us. There's just some great last words to have. God is with us on this side of death, and God is with us on the other side of death. So place your faith today in the risen Christ. Happy Easter and amen. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks that you are not a dead God. You are not a dormant God. You are a living God. You are alive forevermore. Help that reality to be something for us that we soak ourselves in every single day that we may be amazed at your love, that we may be amazed and in awe at the empty tomb, that we ourselves may walk into the tomb today and experience its emptiness for ourselves. And Lord, we give you thanks for this opportunity to worship together, and we thank you that you are alive and that through faith in Christ, we become spiritually alive, our, alive ourselves. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, at this time, I want to lift up some um, Easter morning prayer requests and praises as well. And just want to lift up some opportunities that we have to...